0: Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, South Carolina, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm Josh Adair, the pastoral intern for biblical counseling. On this week's show, we're going to be interviewing Cindy Lacey. She's a member at our church, as well as the point person for an exciting new ministry called Arise. She's going to be sharing with us about this ministry and what it does, as well as how you, our listeners, can be a part of it. If you have questions about the show or any ministry at the church, please don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org, or you can check us out on our app. Let's get to the conversation. Welcome back to First Focus. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Adair, the pastoral intern for biblical counseling. And with us today, we have two special guests. We have Cindy Lacey. She's a member here in our church and also the point person for a ministry, a really incredible ministry that she's here to share about with our church uh, and you, our listeners. Cindy, why don't you say Hello. Hello. Wonderful to have you sitting We also have Troy Cash, another pastoral intern, who's just sitting in to to learn about this ministry, but also learn about the, the podcasting side of what we do as a church as well. Troy, why don't you say hi?
1: Sure. Hey, I'm excited to get to learn about Arise and uh, help with the
0: podcast going forward. Wonderful, wonderful. Good to have you guys both here today. And so you're here to share about this ministry, Arise. But we also would love to hear a little bit of an overview, if you could, of how you and your family came here to First Pres. And so tell us a little about your guys' story.
1: Okay. Well, I'm married to Richard, who's a deacon here. Okay. And we have a 23, soon to be 24-year-old daughter, Emma, who has Down syndrome, and um, I think she knows more people here at the church than we do. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if that makes her famous or infamous.
0: Um, <laughs> if, if you want to know who Emma is, you've probably received a hug from that's her. That's right. And that's, that's lovely.
1: Right. Uh, around your waist. Uh, yeah. We attended um, Rose Hill Press years and years ago, uh, a wonderful um, but very small little PCA church in our neighborhood. We lived sure. over in Shandon for years before Emma was born. And at that time, she was the only child at the church. Oh, wow. And seeing her great need for socialization, um, we went ahead and transferred to First Press when she started it at K-4. Sure. And we've been here ever since, and we have been blessed, and we have thrived, and we love it here. Lovely. Yeah.
0: Lovely. And so it sounds like you guys have had a wonderful journey here, and it's, it's, it's been something the Lord has used in your life, but you're also here to share a little bit about this ministry, Arise. And so could you tell us, you know, give us an overview of Arise. What, what is this ministry, and what, what is the vision for it here at our church as it currently exists?
1: Capernaum is the special needs component of young life. Sure. Okay. And they came to Columbia a few years ago. We had been waiting for them for years to come. Um, Sure. And when they came, we had just missed the cutoff, the age cutoff, because they are for high school. And for special needs folks, that's 21. And Emma had just turned 22.
0: So Capernaum, a special needs ministry in our community that focuses on special needs folks in our community, but is only for high school aged up to 21 years old. Right. Emma had just aged out of it.
1: Right. And so I thought, well, I was disappointed, but she didn't know about it. So it's fine. Sure. But God just wouldn't let me let it go. So I started thinking, what about the kids who got started in it? And then were told they couldn't come back. What about all these kids across the Midlands that are 22 and above and Mm. they've got nothing because most of them, once they age out of high school, there's very little for them to do, Mm. Um, very little programs, very little socialization post-high school. Mm. And then I was looking at our bridge, our college outreach building, and thinking that these kids don't have college to go to. Mm. We still need to reach out to them too. Sure. They need to be strengthened socially and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. So I took my idea to see Dr. Thomas, and um, <laughs> he said, let's explore it.
0: He, it, it started off as, a, as a, a seed form between you and Dr. Thomas have yeah. explored it. But today it's a ministry that has, I mean, how many members are involved in Arise, both from our church and from the community as a, as a whole? Like, what's the total number of involvement of families?
1: Um, we are at about 20, 21, and we have That's space lovely. for 24.
0: That's lovely. So you have space for 24 people from different families to be involved with. But tell me, when you think about this ministry and the conversation that started in seed form between you and Dr. Thomas, how did that blossom into what this ministry is now? What's its overall vision?
1: We set up a, a committee. Sure. And, um, and from that committee, uh, Arise at First was born. Yes. Um, and arise uh, comes from um, Isaiah 60, sure. 1 through three. Now imagine special needs people, young adults. Sure. When you hear the passage, and remembering that God doesn't make mistakes, He mm-hmm. made them for a purpose. Um, as you hear it, arise, shine, for your light has come, mm. and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Mm. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you and mm. his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your dawn.
0: Mm. That's beautiful. Mm. So, some of the vision rests in that final hope that we have of what does it look like to incorporate the entire community of God's people under the vision of being a people transformed by the glory of our God. That's beautiful, Cindy. So that's the vision. The vision is creating a space where people who are a part of this community can be a part of a fellowship with one another, where it can be— is, is there an outreach element? Because not all of these families that are a part of it are also members of our church, are they? Tell us a little bit about the makeup of the group.
1: So we collected friends—we call them friends—from various special needs groups— over that summer of uh, 2019. Yeah. when you um, This
0: was after you realized Capernaum came and Emma yeah. had aged out Yeah,
1: and we had met with Dr. Thomas and we got our committee together and this is, we went through the whole process of figuring out how we could do this. Sure. So we started collecting the friends and um, they, primarily from First Press first, made sure they were all taken care of. And then Capernaum, we wanted to be a place where they could graduate into, that they would have a hot place. And then Camp Joy, um, Hope Academy, South Carolina Special Olympics, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Dream Riders, the Arc of South Carolina, mm-hmm. and even Mount Horeb, which has a very large special needs program. They didn't have anything like this. It's a unique ministry. So we felt it was really important also to pair these friends with a one-on-one buddy mm-hmm. um, who was near their age. Sure. Someone maybe in the college classes or in the young professional classes sure. um, for the evening. And what we do is the friends meet once a month and they arrive at the bridge lobby and they're taken downstairs to the basement by their buddies sure. where they mingle okay. with help from their friends. And then they, they do that while everybody's arriving. And then in groups of four, two pairs of buddy friends, they have a three-course meal mm. prepared by uh, Chef Rich. Yeah. And that encourages their communication and their, their social skills. Um, we found out if they were in a much larger group, they did not talk. So okay. we've got that kind of magic number there. Sure. And then they go into the larger room in the basement, and there we have live worship music and um, a devotion. Yes. And the pastors and the pastor interns are on a rotation throughout our, our monthly meetings, and mm-hmm. it's um, it's a win-win Mm. Uh, the friends love them, and it gives the interns exposure to the special needs community.
0: And it's been a huge blessing to the interns. I can speak to that as an intern who's been multiple times, and also uh, with what I've heard from other interns who have gone to. It's mm-hmm. a it's a lovely community to to enjoy.
1: Yeah, and we also have some adult servant volunteers, we call them, that um, serve the meals and are also in the background Sure. needs arrive. So it's been. That's kind of our, our format.
0: And then tell me a little bit about the makeup, too. You said there's a round room for 24 uh, people that are in it, but at the same time, not all of these are members of families that come from First Presbyterian Church, right? No, no.
1: Yeah. Um, in fact, um, the majority are not, um, because right now we have uh, maybe 10 at the most from that, First Pres. That's lovely. and some of those are um, I'm saving space for. They're not— sure old enough for Uh, we have two that are not 22 yet but i'm because we only have enough for 24 i'm saving some of those slots for them so that we can accommodate first press yeah but then the rest and then we have a few that don't want to play yet okay (laughs) so we're holding out hope they will come and i'm saving a spot for them so it's that kind of thing But then the rest of it, we open up to the community, um, and we've had no problem filling those at all.
0: Mm, That's lovely. And so really the hope is that this will be a form of discipleship for those who are in this special needs audience in our congregation, uh, but also that they would know fellowship, uh, a real and enjoyable fellowship with one another and with the Lord and His people, and also that it might even be some sort of outreach to the community as a whole, it sounds like. Yes. That's beautiful. That brings a really good uh a question up that's also on our list here. How is this ministry different from other special needs ministries that are within our church Sydney?
1: Well, Arise at First is unique to First Press. Yes. Um, it's an outreach ministry that serves special needs individuals 22 and over from all over the Midlands, as okay. well as those from First Press. Yeah. And it builds them up socially and spiritually at a time many are just sitting at home or limited in their social interactions. And it's also unique in the Midlands. There's also a great need for this sort of ministry. Sure. Sure. Um, I had no trouble filling the slots, and I saw I was just scratching the surface. Oh, wow. Um, we are at capacity already, um, but because we, we can only hold about 24 friends. Because when you think about it, 24 friends plus 24 buddies, um, about six servers, some musicians, and a pastor, you're in your upper 50s already. Yeah. Um, and that's all we can can handle down in the basement rooms and uh,
0: in some small churches i mean that's half the size of a congregation in terms of what they can actually so do and you have
1: to, uh yeah and we would like to be able to plant this is what we really want to do because of this because we know the need out there in the community is so great these kids are this is just 24 kids out of the whole community you know yeah um
0: mm.
1: we would like to plant arise like programs at other churches yeah and how wonderful to have programs like this all over the Midlands. Sure. And every church would have a little different flavor. We're using the gifts that our church has. We have the Bridge. We yeah. have Chef Rich. You know, so ours has that kind of flavor where we can have like a dinner club kind of thing. Yeah. But other churches, you know, they may have different. They may be able to have a little bit larger one, you know, and, and maybe not do dinner or they might, you know, it, it could all, it could be different at every church. Yeah. But um, not getting too big is is important, too, because... Um. They've gelled. They have really gelled yeah. as, a, as a group. You don't want to get too big.
0: And it's been something that's been special to watch too. As as we started last year, and I remember you saying uh, in between in between meetings, when you were uh, given just even given different counsel to some of the interns that were coming in. All right, now these they don't know each other yet, so that you may not get a lot of response. And then just seeing them open up and flourish in their relationships with each other has been something that's been I think a a, a blessing that we didn't think would come this soon, but and it's been wonderful lots
1: of questions yeah (laughs) it's been awesome (laughs)
0: well good well good so we want to have something that plants different chapters uh, of this at different churches within the community but how might this be different from different special needs ministries within our congregation
1: we've got one special needs sunday school okay we've
0: got one special needs sunday school and it's
1: for all ages for all ages but they they divide it out sure um into groups, okay, per age, per group age, um, and then we have the friendship club, sure. which is at night during this, the evening service, uh-huh. and again that's for all ages, and sure. then divided again out by ages, by groups. And then we ha- have um, Jimmy Easterby, Coach, coach Easterby, uh-huh. has twice a year. He has a sports event for special needs, which is really sort of an outreach as well. Sure. Um, and then we have arise.
0: Sure. So and this this is where that fits. I mean, this is the sort of fellowship point for people who are in this age group of twenty two and above who really need this fellowship as part of being part it's of. It's sort the of
1: like for those who have been blessed to go to Camp Joy. Yeah, it's like a little taste of Camp Joy once yeah. a month.
0: Hmm. You know, instead lovely. of having to
1: wait a whole year, and most of the kids that come, they don't go to Camp Joy. They don't know even haven't even heard of it. Yeah, so you know it's another way to give them that little bit.
0: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, wonderful. Well, so if I were to summarize, this is a ministry that was started uh, for just the vision of seeing a place of fellowship like that and a place of outreach to this uh, audience within our community be formed uh, around the the hope of the glory of God being seen even by uh, members of our special needs community here at our church. And so, It sounds like an amazing opportunity that leads to the next question of how can our church and our listeners who are hearing about this for maybe the first time, how can they help this ministry in our church? What's one need that you guys have?
1: We really need to create awareness um, for our ministry in the church. We've made it through this first year really by word of mouth. Okay. Um, God has provided. It's been close sometimes, but he has provided. Yeah, um, I have met people and people have sat next to other leaders and, and they have said, you know, would you like to do this? And they said, sure. You know, but it's, it's like that. We would like to be able to have a few people in a, a volunteer pool mm-hmm. <laughs> that we could draw from when people can't come. And so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be quite so tight. It's, it's a great ministry, and we've all been blessed, and we would really like to share those blessings with the congregation. Awesome. What we would really love is more people that are uh, of the college student age or the young professional groups, that sort of age. The, the kids really like them about their age, Sure, if they can. If they feel like they've been called to be blessed, if they would contact mm-hmm. um Josh.
0: Yeah so yeah, they can contact me. Yeah. That's that's a good point where I would say like because I've been helping coordinate speakers, I would actually be the natural contact point and I can get you in touch with Cindy to talk about what it would look like to volunteer and also to for her to let you know she sends out regular updates for this ministry at our church of when it's going to happen and also who's coming, and to let the families know when things are going on as well. But it meets the second Thursday of every month, and usually there's an email that comes out ahead of time. She'll, you, you actually pair us up ahead of time as well, and it's something that is really seamless, as simple as just showing up for a volunteer. So you can contact me, uh, Adair at firstpresColumbia.org, if you have any questions about this, um, and then I can forward you on to Cindy as well.
1: Yeah. If you want to get on our list, if you want to get more information, talk to Josh and he'll give you how to contact me. Yeah. And then we meet monthly. We sign up monthly. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested, you're not signing up for a whole year. Sure. And we have many repeat customers.
0: (laughs) That's lovely. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Well, Cindy, one thing I've been asking folks to share about is especially in light of our pandemic season uh, that we've been going through, I can imagine there might be some special difficulties that come with uh, being a special needs member of our our congregation as well, or even just a family member of someone who has special needs. But I would love to hear for you as a ministry, what has it been like for Arise as a ministry at our church in this season for those who come, and, and what's one way that we can be praying for you guys as a result of that?
1: well we truly do need prayer Mm -hmm. um we need prayer for discernment on when to start back Mm -hmm. um prayer for the friends themselves and prayer for creativity uh, to keep them going until we can meet again Mm -hmm. this COVID time has been very hard on the friends many of them have underlying conditions or low immunity Mm -hmm. and they're home and they've been home and they're lonely emma keeps telling me all done virus you know? <laughs> oh yeah. that's hard um all done virus all done virus mm-hmm. and i um one of the young men with autism who's very shy and he never speaks up mm-hmm. you know, he at the last zoom meeting said which was just floored me that he had spoke a whole sentence but he said miss cindy when are we going back to first press that's yeah and i but it was hard mm. <laughs> so i was just like I don't know, but soon I hope. Yeah. So, um, pray we know when it's safe to gather them mm. together again. And considering that that means they want to be hugging buddies, you yeah. know, and so that's just mm. all part of the, the thing. Since April, we have been Zooming. We have played bingo. Yeah. We have done Pictionary. We have made a short film on our pets.
0: Yeah. And next Which was lovely. It
1: was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. We plan to make crafts. This in October. And we always end our times with a devotion. This, but this is with about half the crowd. Hmm. Um, the other half doesn't like interacting with the hmm. computer. Emma doesn't even like to talk on the telephone. <laughs> yeah. And they're just waiting for it to start again. We just need prayer to help us keep us going, kind of hmm. trying to keep the crowd gelled up together as much as we can and just knowing it's safe to get them back together.
0: So, just like many in our world in this season in our congregation, we felt the strains of the loneliness that this virus can create and what a gift to know how the Lord has been using this fellowship point in the lives of these uh, attendees for a rise, but also what a challenge as well It seems like there 's a lot to be praying for, and we again, we really appreciate you taking the time to come and. Shared this little update, this little picture of what arise looks like with us, Cindy. So, and
1: I want to thank you. Mm-hmm. I I could never have zoomed anything, and you've made this whole season of COVID possible for our ministry. And I want to thank you, Josh. Well,
0: thank you, Cindy. The Lord be praised. Thank you for your kindness, and so that's that's encouraging to hear. For you, our listeners, we encourage you to be praying for this strategic ministry to families in our congregation and our community. It's a huge blessing. Uh, and I, as someone who's gone as, as an attendee and also as a, as a devotional giver, I would encourage you to partake in it. It's, it's a blessing that you will, uh, you will not be able to repay. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope that you join us again next time. You've been listening to First Focus. On behalf of Cindy Lacey, as well as all of the staff here at First Presbyterian Church in Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they are released, download our app. All you have to do is search for First Presbyterian Church of Columbia SC in the app store of your choice. If you have any comments or questions about our show or an idea for an episode, don't hesitate to contact us. We hope that you'll join us again next time. And until then, God bless.